and welcome to episode 9 of Otaku Digest. I'm your host Matthew Fallon and with me, the Boosh. Hello. Um, as I'm sure you can tell by me being the host, Dale's not with us this week. Um, he will be back. We, we not, don't have a podcast next week um, because I'm going to be going to Ireland. to Selfish. Well, yeah, family holiday, can't really get out of it. Trust me, I'd rather. <laughs> I wouldn't mind being here on a week off, just <laughs> catching up with all the video games and anime that I want to watch. But um, gotta go see where the uh, the ancestors potatoes come from, aren't you? Well, potatoes. You know, it's where um, a lot of my family comes from back in the day. So, gonna go on a bit of exploring. Gonna literally be out in the sticks. Um, so that'll be fun. I'll... It'll be like an episode of Last of the Summer Wine. I was going to say drink some Guinness, but that's probably out of the question for you, isn't it? Not the first person to say that this week. (laughs) Um, But next week, I will be putting up a... I want to say best of, but what's the best of shit? (laughs) (laughs) Best of podcast on an old podcast us three used to do. Um, So that'll just be... It's basically anime filler for everyone. Um, But yeah, we're going to... Just call it the, the least worst off. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but don't, don't do the episode with the Ghostbusters because that yeah, bombed. Yeah, that, that'll never see the light of day ever again. <laughs> it can't. <laughs> my, my job um, rests on that, I'm sure. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to crack on. Um, we're going to start with probably what the biggest gaming release for a few weeks now. Uh, came out if you're listening to this, it came out Friday. Was it the oh Friday the thirteenth of July? Um, Octopath Traveler on the Nintendo Switch, um, a game which we did talk about briefly about two weeks ago. Was it? Three, yeah. Um, yeah. I'd played the demo, and then I think you jumped on the demo, didn't you? Yeah, the week after. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you've been playing that this weekend. Speak. Dog. Oh. Hammering it, absolutely. I think I'm about 15 hours into it now. Um, I mean, do, do we really need to de- describe what the game is for people who are listening? Um, I well, if think you're 15 hours in, two weeks ago, then you're you've done a lot more than um, the three hour. The, the, well, yeah, obviously. So, what do you what how does it change from that three hours? Is it getting more in depth, like story progression? Uh, in all honesty, at the moment, I'm still because um, obviously, like the game revolves around eight characters. Yeah. Um, and I'm literally only just picked up my fifth character now. You don't need to go around and um, acquire. All. Yeah. yeah, you don't need to go around and meet all eight characters. You could just do it with one if you're good enough. Um, yeah. But... Um, so, are you doing chapter one of each character first and doing it that way? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I think I read on, um, it might have been your old gamer, uh, said that one of the editors had a gameplay of 65, 70 hours, uh, where she kind of like collected all characters and kind of did, I think each character has four chapters. So like, you know, Always do your maths. Yeah, there's only four chapters, but with eight characters, you know, all together is, you know. 32 what, quick maths. 30, 30, <laughs> quick maths. Uh, yeah, so 32 chapters all together. So I think, pretty sure she said it kind of like totaled up to 65 to 70 hours. Um, I'll keep you busy not, for a 
a week. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I, I was kind of worried, really, because I thought, oh, maybe, maybe it'll, uh, if I'm lucky, I might get to, like, 25, 30 hours, you know, like a short JRPG. Yeah, um, or a very short JRPG. Well, because the stories don't really seem a lot of... The, 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 you can kind of tell it's like an it's basically an in-developer game, so it's not going to be like a long-winded story like you'd get out of Final Fantasy. Plus, with them being like eight different stories in the game, I thought, oh, they're not going to be like extremely long. I thought it was only going to be two chapters each. So right, the fact okay. that I found out there's four chapters, I thought, oh, like, that's made me more invested because the way these stories are going, I've not even five characters out of eight at the moment and I've not come to one story where I thought well I'm not really too arsed about this story I want to find out what happens in every single one of them because the way the dialogues the way the dialogue is kind of uh, executed and the way the characters develop throughout and all the stories in them it's just like really grips you and well, I think we met yeah no sorry I, I know what you mean I mean I only did what two and a half hours of um, Olacard and Primrose and right. straight away I was quite engrossed because even though it's, you could see it's a generic story, especially all the cards, oh, someone murdered my king, I will have revenge. But it's, Yeah, I've literally just got to him now. It's still quite interesting how, you know, his life changes after that happens and he's got to try and build himself up and he's 10 years on or whatever it is, he's still trying to get this revenge. And Primrose's um Is that the dancer? Yeah, yeah. Hers is quite tragic actually like her chapter one is pretty grim to be honest uh, funny enough uh a friend from work he um picked up a switch yesterday and bought octopath i think is the reason why i bought the switch really is because i said to him not my words but other people have been describing this game as kind of like a successor to uh bravely default which uh dale will know about and it was supposed to be like one of the most popular games on the i think it was a ds Oh, right, um, okay. I have heard him mention it before, Bravely Default, to be honest. Have you? Well, yeah. this lad at work, he, he actually lent me his DS and this Bravely Default. I never really got into it. Not that it was a bad game, but I think because I had like, other games to play and I didn't really want to hold on to his DS for too long. Yeah. Um, but when I said to him, you know, this is supposed to be like a successor to Bravely Default, I think that kind of like pushed him towards of going out, getting a Switch and buying Octopath Traveler. Um, and he said he's just got to the, I think he's got the dancer because um, he's kind of like worked around the map the opposite way. I've gone clockwise. He's gone anti-clockwise. Oh, right. And okay. uh, he's picked up the dancer and he said like, oh, wait, so you get to the dancer. She's got like a proper depressing storyline. Yeah, it's not, um, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of, um, because one of the stories which interested me, I can't really, I'm trying to get like the names of the characters, uh, but. I've kind of, like, failed. So, um, I think it's the, um... Oh, God, which character was it now? Hunter? It wasn't the Hunter. It was the one before the Warrior. I think he was a, um... Oh, God. Well, oh, uh, Merchant. All oh, right, it. okay. He was the Merchant, and I think when... Because when you get to a new character, it'll say, this is blah, blah, blah. And it'll give you, like, a quick briefing of what the beginning of their story is, it'll say, um, do you want to accept them into your um, party? And yeah. then you cl- click, yeah. And it'll say, do you want to go from the story from the beginning? So it'll give you like a brief overview. Like this is such and such. Um, her her um, loot was robbed by pirates and she went to get the, uh, a loot back. 
and it gives you like a brief just a synopsis and it'll say do you want to start the story from the beginning or do you want to skip and if you click yes to start the story at the beginning it'll then go through that kind of like prologue that it gives you and it'll mm. let you play through that yeah so, see this happened with me in the demo when i found primrose yeah exactly yeah. which i think is kind of a good thing because it kind of gives you that because there's not really a lot to do in the uh kind of what do you call it the prologue bit of the stories it just it's kind of like just a go to here to here and it's just filled with a bit of dialogue yeah so i mean it's it's good for your first playthrough we'll save you to play through it again and you like you wanted to skip all that it's good that they've given like the option to say no i don't i know what the gist is i don't really need to go through that again i'll just go straight to the combat so you can skip that straight to the point where she is but it's just weird how it can't it, well not weird but it's it's really good how they kind of like tied it in because like you'll see a certain character in the village, you'll talk to them, and then when you play through their prologue, it'll take you to that exact spot where oh, yeah. you first find them. I know what you're talking and then about. she'll say, "Oh, do you want to travel? Uh, am am I okay traveling with you on the quest?" And then she has like little. So it's kind of like you're playing a sort of um, like a monologue, like she's telling the story to your selected character at the beginning. Yeah, definitely. Like a flashback. It's really weird how it works. But, I mean, we we, we mentioned this uh, in the last podcast when we talked about it. We we spoke about the um, the aesthetics, the, this new uh, 2D, uh, this new HD 2D. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just want to talk about it again because I think, I think last time we mentioned that Steam um, and even the Switch, well, probably not so much the Switch, but... Steam definitely are filled with these 32-bit um, kind of retro games, like throwback games, and you know you're always like like rats. You, oh, you're not dime, more than like a, a meter away from yeah, definitely. Yeah. And um, just seeing this new HD 2D, I thought to myself like 32-bit. You kind of look at it, and you think, oh, it's a 32-bit retro style game like the old final fantasies or, or zelda kind of style mm. um but it's just mad how like a the hd look to it can just kind of make it seem even though it's kind of copying a style from the 90s it just has its own unique style but that's that's all you need you only need like a little unique angle um and then that makes you stand out a lot compared to these one million copies. Funnily enough, I know Dale's um, been wrestling with himself about this game over the past week. He didn't want to play it. He didn't want to buy it. He seemed half-assed, like not interested about it. And then as podcasts have been released <laughs> and people are talking about it and he's been watching YouTube videos, he's broke and he's just gone and spent however much, 50, 60 quid on it. Um <laughs> On the eShop, and he's been, he's, he's only put a couple of hours in, as far as I'm aware now, and he's just totally engrossed in it. Like, he wouldn't even talk to me on break at work, so I started watching ReZero. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he's just, he's loving it, he's loving the HD, um, like the graphics, he's um, loving, he's loving the gameplay, he's struggling, you know, in certain bits, which is good because it shows it's a challenge, he's really enjoying himself. Well, what I love about it, I mean, it's just, it's such a simple thing, like the aesthetics of it. You know, you think to yourself, oh, it's just standard 2D retro style, but 
it's weird how like this HD look to it is just giving it like a complete new outlook to it, and it. it, it, it well, it's, it's almost weird, a, isn't it? It's weird seeing it's almost blocky, a, blocky graphics look good. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's kind of like it's almost as if it has like an out and. Uh, like it has like a demeaning effect on the um, the gameplay itself. I mean, it doesn't affect the gameplay, but just looking at it, it just doesn't feel like you're playing like a like a carbon copy of a retro game. It's like you're playing like a game that was released in 2018, but yeah. with the kind of a retro style. It's it's really it's weird to explain it. I mean, I think you mentioned when you played the um, the, the demo, prologue yeah. demo. Uh, you said when you walk past the water and just like the reflections of the water, like the light reflections. And I think there was one, um, I think I met like a, oh, it's like, she's like a white mage. I, I can't really, like a priestess. Yeah. And uh, like her town that you're in, she's in like a cathedral. And like when you're walking around it inside the cathedral, they've got like marbled floor and you can see like the window light reflections on the marbled floor. And it's just, you don't see that in 32 bit games. At it's, all, it's like realistic block graphics. If that's the yeah, thing. it's really, really, it's random. It, it's kind of like nineties look with, um, like probably mid two thousands shading. It's really, really, really strange. It's it's really unique, and I think um, Acquire, who are the uh, developers of this game, have really outdone themselves. To be fair, I mean, I mentioned. Back when we did T1%, I mentioned um, I Am Setsuna. And when I yeah, bought I that, I was, like, really that hyped for it. Yeah. I was, like, really, really hyped for it. And within the first half an hour, 45 minutes of the game, I knew straight away I wasn't going to enjoy this. Yeah, because, it's a shame. Well, it was, it was the whole kind of, like, the, the, the way the characters kind of went about. I mean, you only played as one character. And the way your main character kind of like went about doing things. He was supposed to be like a mercenary, hired gunman or swordsman or whatever. And, you know, you're hired to kill this woman called Setsuna and then like you meet her for the first time and after 10, 15 minutes of talking to her, you're kind of like following her on a pilgrimage and I'm like, this just seems so out of character. There's like literally no character building here whatsoever. And within playing 10, like 10 minutes of this game, when I chose the thief in the prologue demo, I'm like, right, he's a thief. You're robbing, you're pickpocketing from other NPCs. Yeah. You're robbing from, like, children. From <laughs> So you, you, you're basically playing as a thief, and there's literally no break of character. And then you kind of, like, get screwed over. Like, the, uh, the thief, he kind of gets set up to rob this mansion, and then the whole idea was this person was trying to look for the best thief to hire to rob something back that was taken from him. So you're kind of like in a conundrum now where you're being blackmailed to rob something back for this wealthy person. Otherwise you're going to, and they'll say, you know, we'll wipe your slate clean. So it it kind of like, that's proper character development. It's proper story development where I don't think I got that from Iron Set sooner. Well, I mean, this sort of game is almost perfectly designed for people like you and Dale in it because oh, definitely. these games in the 90s were the stuff you guys just absolutely adored and it's it's not easy to you know hit your mark every time like I am said sooner but it seems from from many accounts Octopath Traveler really has done a stellar job on this 
I mean, to, to the extent where even I was enjoying it, and <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to go out and buy it. Got a PS4 well, no, at the moment, but it's <laughs> it's um, it, do you know I enjoyed it and I hate turn-based games. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's the thing. I mean, if, if it was a game where possibly where the turn-based wasn't really involved in the game itself, maybe if it was a bit more um action orientated you know kind of sort of um maybe a bit like the old uh ease games i don't know if you ever played them or the old zelda games where it's literally you walk around and swing your sword about maybe if it was a bit more like that it would be I, a I bit would, more i would have probably been on it right now well, well exactly yeah it'd probably been a bit more appealing uh to people who aren't really into the um what do you call it the turn-based uh role-playing games yeah uh, but but like I said, I'm uh, Dale possibly as well, but definitely me. I grew up with these th- these games are like the games that kind of really got me into gaming. I used to play a lot of platformers, but then as soon as I jumped on like the stellar JRPG games like Final Fantasy and amongst other stuff, mm. um, that's when I really started getting heavily involved in like the RPG styles. But most times it was like every game I owned was a RPG game. Do you reckon? Uh, um, do you reckon that's where Dale is now? He's actually just having yeah, an I, Yeah, I actually reckon that's what he's probably doing right now. He's like, <laughs> it's that good. It's like foot talking about it. I'd rather play it. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, like I said, I mean, at work today, I was playing it during uh, breaks, and when my mate was trying to talk to me, I'm literally like ignoring mm, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Headphones in, like blitzing it. And that's how you be an otaku. Um, <laughs> talking of otaku, doesn't really work as a link, but I'm going with it anyway. Um, <laughs> I think I mentioned last week that I was getting or that I had a PS4, but I hadn't really had a chance to go on it. Well, I've been on it this week a fair bit. Um, do you know, I've finally, do you know, me and you were uh, sharing accounts and You've got a lot of fucking games, Boosh. So thank you very much <laughs> Just for that. Just a few. Yeah, no worries. I've got Detroit Becoming Human from Dale. Then I've gone and bought Yakuza Zero and Gran Turismo Sport. Yeah, cheers um, for that. Yeah, no problem. Got, I've got to look after each other, haven't we? Um, <laughs> so I just wanted to basically... I mean, I might go into the games a little bit, but just talk about PS4, really. Um, not a fan of like the UI on the startup screen, but I mean, I've, I've not really been a PlayStation gamer properly since the PS2. I did have a PS3 for about three months, but I ended up selling it because I became addicted to Gran Turismo 5 and like really addicted, so I needed to sell it. But um, yeah, no, the UI is a little bit, it's taken me a bit too long to get used to, but we will persevere. Uh, oh, the, the games, the games are good. I've got it hooked up to, the, not to my desk where everything else is, to my, like with my PC and my Xbox. I've got it with my massive TV where the sofas are. <laughs> and oh, playing Grand Series Small Sport and that, I've essentially, I'm just, I'm obsessed. And to the point where even my dad and my wife have been playing Grand Series Small Sport with me just because they see it on that big TV and it looks beautiful and they both want to go. They've both been trying to beat my times on uh, race courses, but they can't get anywhere near me, which is good. So I, I assume, uh, I mean, I'm not really clued up with uh, Gran Turismo, but I'm pretty sure Gran Turismo's Sony exclusive, and I think it's at Xbox that have the Forza, Forza Horizon, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. so I've never really liked the Forza games. I mean, Forza Motorsport's a bit too realistic for me. Forza Horizon's too arcadey. Gran right. Turismo is that perfect Just in the right. middle. Yeah. Um, Sweet bear syndrome. I mean, to the to the extent where I just I, I bought it for fifty quid because I couldn't even. Oh my, what's how much it was? Yeah, it was fifty you know? quid. Yeah, Jesus. I, d- I, d- I didn't want to buy it on physical copy because, I mean, I don't think that would be fair on you. But then also oh. we have the option to play it when we go around to Dale's house and stuff like that. Yeah, um, a lot easier. So there, there, there was thought process in there, definitely. Um, <laughs> So I've been playing that most of the time. When I've had alone time and no one's in the house, I've been playing Detroit Become Human. <laughs> Very rarely then. But, well, n- never. I've been trying to play <laughs> Detroit in the quiet times because it's one of those that needs your full attention. And my mate Schweb is a friend of the show as well, so big up to the Rizzle Dizzle. Um, <laughs> he was round on Saturday to have a look at Detroit Become Human because he's a big PlayStation fan, but he's not played that, so... Do you know, he, he liked it. We were sort of, like, deciding what to do together and stuff. Really loving Detroit. Probably going to put that on in a bit when everyone's asleep. Put the headphones <laughs> straight into the um, controller. But I've not really played much of Yakuza 0 yet, um, maybe half an hour. I know you've put a little bit of time into it as well. The reason, Yeah, I put a bit to that. Yeah, the reason that I've... But that is just because the amount of people who talk about Yakuza online, I thought, you know what, for, right. for 20 quid or whatever it was, I might as well and play it. And then if I like it, I'm going to buy like one, two, and then you see, all of them, I, probably. I, I wasn't sure whether you were kind of like a diehard Yakuza fan. Just like, I'm pretty sure I've heard you mention Yakuza before, so I wasn't sure whether or not in like a past time when you used to have a PlayStation, you were kind of like... One. I've never played one. Right. I mean, right, I'm a it's big like, fan of, like I said, Sleeping I said, Dogs and True Crime Streets of LA stuff like that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, True similar. Crimes. Yeah, that was good. Uh, well, no, it's it's really weird. I mean, like I said to you in uh, the WhatsApp group, I said um, it, it kind of like it doesn't know what it wants to be. Whether it wants to be a an action kind of open world game, a bit like GTA, and then it kind of goes into a sort of what did I say? It kind of goes. In, yeah, like an arcade game. It's kind of like. At some points, it kind of goes like Streets of Rage, where like it'll say, right, you've got to go down like this specific route, and then you come up against like random people. Like the whole fighting thing is like really weird. It kind of works a bit like, um, I mean, I'm probably going to get in airache about saying this, but it almost seems to me kind of like it works in a sort of a. Remember that? Oh, what was that? Tekken. Um, Tekken. That Tekken mode you had. Oh, I don't know. In Tekken, was it Tekken 3? And you oh. had that mold where, like, you ca- it kind of, like, worked a bit like Streets of Rage. I've but never rather... really played any Tekken games. Right. Well, Although it, it kind of, like, Tekken, works that. Um, is it 6 or 7 downloaded, thanks to Ubisoft? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 45 quid that cost. <laughs> <laughs> Not 50 like GT Sport. <laughs> no, no. So you beat me on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you've uh, got free games or so, so you beat me on that. There, but... That'll take a while to catch up too. <laughs> yeah, you got three games right there. Eighty games to start your PlayStation with. Um, yeah. So I mean, for me, Yakuza just seems like it's going to be a comfort food sort of game. Do you know the sort of very much like that? I would. Do you know what? I'd, without even having played it that much, I'd probably say like Dead Rising Four, just something to play when you don't really want to focus or anything. Yeah, yeah. It's dead. It's very much like that. Definitely. 
Um, do you know what? We're talking about great PS4 games. I've not even mentioned God of War yet. Uh, I've not started playing it yet because, as I said, I've got Detroit and all the others going on. Oh, I think after I'm back from Ireland, I might borrow it off Dale. Um, and something which Dale knows about, but I've not told you yet. I've actually um, bought PSVR. Oh, the fucking this. <laughs> no way, have you? Seriously. It, um, oh, man. It's getting delivered to game tomorrow morning, and I'm picking it up uh, as soon as I get the email from them that it's ready. And that'll be me tomorrow, Gran Turismo Sport in a VR. And um, I've also bought VR Worlds, which gets delivered by Amazon tomorrow as well. So I think the episode after I'm back from Ireland, I will have a lot to talk about with regards to VR. And so will Dale, because uh, he's going to borrow it whilst I'm in Ireland. Oh, no way. Don't worry, I've not forgotten about you. You can have it for a week, one week as well. Well, see, the thing is, I've been trying to like... Blim, uh, use subliminal messages to Dale's for him to buy one. <laughs> no, he's, he's just, I don't, yeah, he's just been completely adamant. Like, nah, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. To be fair, as soon as I bought it, he almost wanted to buy one as well, <laughs> like almost that's, instantly. That's that's the trick in it. You just got to buy it yourself. Yeah, take it back after a week it. and then Dale. <laughs> yeah, but no, I said to him, I said, there's no point buying one. I said, I said I'm going to be going to Ireland, borrow it for a week. Do you know, you can log into my account and play Gran Turismo because um, I'll be an island. said, borrow VR Worlds, and then you've got a week of playing it, so you'll know if you like it or not by then. Didn't it? Oh, no. I know what you'll do. You'll do. <laughs> Even though he's got it for PC and his Xbox One X, you'll download Resident Evil 7. Oh, of course he will. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm not doing that. I can't. I'm not doing Resident Evil 7 in a VR. Or you'll try and see if you can play that PT demo in VR. God, imagine. But I'm 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 looking quite forward to it because I'm going to get the wife on it. I want my dad to try it. My dad's girlfriend. I'll, basically, I'm just going to be dragging people around to the house, like neighbours, like knocking on, like, "Hi, how can I help you?" Just grab him. Come and play this. I am intrigued in that. To be fair, no, definitely. I'll, t- I'll let you borrow it. Um, 140 quid from game. It's a used one. Oh, that's all right. Dave. Made sure it works perfectly and everything before did yeah. clean it up and all that. So, that's not bad. Quid, that. Do you know what I mean? That's not right. That. So, um, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I sent you a link on Twitter today. Something about the VR. I can't remember what it was. You sent me something about um, Amazon Prime, was it? That was it. it was, um, yeah, Prime. Amazon Amazon Prime Day, and they've got like some. Is it fifty months of PS? Plus for thirty five quid. Yeah. So I'm not sure whether or not they'll have like, oh, you know what? Because I am like, I've been looking at buying like the VR. I was looking at the the Vive for uh, Steam, but it's like fucking eight hundred pound. I've played the HTC Vive when I went into um, the Aria shop in Levenjoom or alongside right. wherever it is once, and I think I've mentioned it on T one percent. I've never mentioned it on this podcast, but it was like you're in a castle wall. And you've got to pick up a bow an hour off the floor and you can start shooting invaders coming towards the wall. And it's probably one of the greatest things I've ever experienced. So I had that in the back of my mind. Then when my dad was playing GT Sport with me the other day, he went, what's PSVR? And I said, oh, it's virtual reality. He's like, oh, do you have it? Let's play it. And I said, no, I don't. <laughs> it's too expensive. But then when I seen it for 140 quid, I just couldn't resist. Oh, definitely. Um, Big investment, that. Definitely, yeah. Oh, 
So yeah, tomorrow well, I'll be hitting that. Can't wait. Oh yeah, you got yeah. You, I, I can't wait for the next episode now. Be <laughs> tell me. To be fair, I'll, I'll I'll probably hound you on the WhatsApp group. Oh yeah, go ahead, man. Don't worry. Um, and I'll be not, looking forward to see seeing some videos for a while, douche, because I'll be in VR world. <laughs> I'll be expecting some videos of you trying to like lean over things and like uh, falling. I'm not running your face. <laughs> I wonder if you've got porn on PSVR. I need to have a look into that. I would not be surprised. I'd be very all. disappointed if there isn't, to be fair, <laughs> um, But, I mean, that pretty much sums up my PlayStation 4 experience at the moment. I'm really happy I've got one. I'm not upset that I've waited so long to get one, because I got it for 100 quid, and now I've got such a backlog Bargain. of games that I could just crack on with it. You know, I yeah, won't, it I won't keeps you busy through, like... The down period, don't it? It's like th- this kind of part of the season now. It's it's almost like the down. Other than Octopath Traveler and that ease, I can't really think of a game that's come out where I've been thinking, "Oh, I've got to get this game." And that's you. Like for me, it's <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. It's hard enough when there's like there's nothing for me to play. I don't have any <laughs> of these uh, Japanese RPG games. I don't want to play any of them. <laughs> I've, the amount of anime I've been watching over the past month is testament to that. You know what I mean? Um, which actually is probably a good veering point now. Um, even though we've You've been, been watching much, yeah, I'm I'm just constantly on anime these days. Like I try and watch an episode or two on break in work, depending on if Dale lets me fucking have a chance. Um, <laughs> have a break. I try and watch one in the morning before bed, and then I, I try and watch a couple in the evening. And depends on if I've got the baby and he's being a bit difficult and I can't play games, I'll watch an episode of anime. So I've got Netflix set up on the PS4, so I've been watching Erased on there. I'm only on episode three, so don't really want to talk about it yet. I'm enjoying it so far. I've been watching a couple of episodes of ReZero, which Dale's been trying to get me on for mm, the past Yeah, year, that's so. a brilliant one. But yeah, all I'm going to say is Groundhog Day is probably one of my favourite films of all time. So I think you can judge how much I'm going to enjoy this one. Yeah. Oh. Steins Gate yeah. is one of my favourite anime, so, do you know, the similarities there bodes well for me. Um, I've not really watched any fairy tale recently, but I'm back on Seven Deadly Sins, because I'm going to give it another chance. Right, okay, yeah. Yeah, and I, basically I've got a list as long as... Well, uh, Thingy just started up again, hasn't it? What's that? My Hero Academia. Oh, what is the filler over with? Yeah, yeah, episode 52 got released yesterday. Oh, I've not gosh. watched it yet, but so yeah, that's... I've uh... got that to catch up with. Is Black Clover still rolling out? <laughs> yeah. I just... There's no stop, basically. I'm just inundated. I mean, Attack on Titan, um, season three is very close to coming out. Basically, when I'm Lot, in Ireland... The summer stuff's not even out yet. You know what I mean? It's... Um, when I'm in Ireland, before I go Ireland, I'm going to... So on Netflix, you can download um, mm, the episodes. Yeah. I'm going to download as much episodes as my phone will let me. And um, that should keep me busy, you know, over there at night time. Ignore like the that. family. Oh, well, definitely. Of course. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the goals. But one anime I did watch this, um, I think I watched it all in one day because it's only four episodes, is the Castlevania anime. Now it's it's one that I've been wanting to watch for a while because I thought, oh, that'll be good. You know, it's Castlevania's a video game. It's only a 
four episodes. It'll be a nice and easy watch. Um, four episodes? Is that all it is? Yeah, yeah. Um, I no. mean, I'm feeling guilty that I hadn't um, done much last week. So I just thought, you know, I'll spend two hours in a day trying to knock this off. Really, really enjoyed it. I think I like a bit of a break from the, the extreme Japanese-ness of some anime. And this is this comes across as quite Western. It's I mean it, it's set in in Europe, so you know there's like a culture spin. There are obviously Japanese um, elements in it because it's anime, but it was just I don't know. It's like um it was like just a, a nice little change up. You know, change is as good as a rest, as they say. So I watched through that. Um, I mean, I was speaking to Dale about it, and he wasn't too hot on it because he talks. And I know you've only watched a couple of episodes, but mm. not much happens, and it's sort of more a prologue to a season rather than a season itself. And right. I know next month, I think it is, or very soon anyway, there's another eight episodes coming out. So I don't know if that's a continuation of season one or if they're calling that season two, but for me, the prologue's over. Yeah, season two. It's broadcasted on the 26th of October. Oh, is it that far away? This year, yeah. Oh, well, you know, I've got plenty to be getting on with anyway, but that's, um, that'll be nice. That'll be good when that comes out. I'll be looking forward to it um, because, as I said, the prologue's over. It can sort of just crack on with what it's meant to be now. And I know you've only watched two episodes, but what did you think? I, I'm in the same... Uh position as Dale really I, I wasn't really too hot on it um, I don't know why uh, because it's not even like the style of the anime either because obviously I've watched uh, well not obviously but I've watched all the um, Helsing animes and I really enjoyed them but I don't know what it was because I don't think it's one of them where you need to play the games either But well no I've never played a Castlevania game at all because I know it's based on the third Castlevania game, uh, the Dracula's Curse. But yeah. I've, I've, I don't know, but it's just... I, I don't know what it is about. I, I can't really explain. I can't say whether it was good or bad. I just, when I was watching it, the first, second episode in, and I'm like, I just, I, I, I can't, I, mean, what, I can't watch anymore. What I'd say is, it's literally just another two episodes, so... <laughs> no, yes, but... Just try and watch those two episodes, and then you've got a clean break from it. You've watched a full season essentially and you now know what to expect for the next season because it does set up for the next season fairly well you know what's going to happen um it's just waiting to see how and how how that um draws out and everything like that but throughout watching this i kept getting thoughts in my head like that lead actor and i know that voice it's a very distinct voice but i just couldn't place it for a while and then eventually I seen, you know, like the credits or whatever, and it said Richard Armitage. Um, and then oh, it all clicked yeah. Because, I mean, I'm sure he's been in other roles, but where I know him from is from the Hobbit movies because he plays Foreign Oakenshield, the main dwarf. I thought you were going to I thought, I thought say uh, The Phantom Menace. Um, well, no, to be honest, <laughs> the voice just sounds, he sounds exactly like how he does in The Hobbit, to be honest. And I think he's a great voice actor. Even in The Hobbit, even though it's not voice acting, it's acting. His voice is something that 
draws to you. Like it, for me, anyway, I think he's got a very distinct, powerful voice, which is why obviously he's always putting his like leader roles, and that for me just helped me appreciate the anime even more because of that. And do you know, as I said, it, four episodes. Anyone listening, give it, give it a go. You know, it's it's action gamey. Yeah, it might be not full of action all the way through all four episodes, but the payoff's going to be in season two. I guarantee it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not long episodes, episodes either, are they? It's like what twenty, twenty-five minutes, twenty minutes an episode. Yeah, like twenty-two, twenty-three. If you skip all the intro and everything. Um, yeah. It's don't judge it like oh the whole season stunk. It was four episodes. Just think of it as the first four episodes of a season, you know, because that's you know they're quite slow anyway, aren't they? Um, I, I mean, it's kind of a weird one though, really, isn't it? Because it's not really a Japanese-based anime. It's an American-based one, isn't that's it? What I mean, yeah, it, it's kind of strange. It's almost like I think that might be a reason why I kind of like took a dislike into it because even though it. It is an anime. It, it doesn't have that kind of like. You could tell it's not like a Japanese-made one. Not that it makes any difference, but you can kind of like Racist. see it doesn't have. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't have that kind. Of, it, you could tell it's like a Western-made anime. So it, it's almost like rather than doing a cartoon, or rather doing like a like a t- when you see a typical Western animation, rather than doing doing a typical Western animation, it's like they've tried to make it. A Japanese type of animation. If you get what I mean, they've tried yeah, to no, make it look like a Japanese like, anime. I refer even to it though... as anime, not cartoon. Yeah, well, well, yeah, we go through that discussion again that we had an hour to talk about last time. But <laughs> what I mean is, like, it, it kind of like, even though they've tried to make it look like a Japanese animation, it still has the qualities of a Western animated TV series. Yeah, that's again because in comparison unique. to the both, they have slight differences. Oh well, I'm sure Anataco, like you, um, notices the differences easily. Booth. I mean, I can't see that being the reason why I gave it up, but I don't know what it was. Racism. Don't know what it was. Maybe it's just the whole Castlevania thing. I think if it had been called anything other than Castlevania, I might have been more invested. Because I know it's trying to base itself around something that I have no idea about. Ah, uh, you, you need to um, expand your horizons, Boosh. Yeah, dude, don't I? Living in my bubble. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, you've not really watched any anime this week, have you? Or have you? No, none at all. That's... It's literally been a case of crying after the World Cup and um, burying my face in Octopath Traveller. Sounds like a <laughs> sounds like a lovely time to be honest. <laughs> Wait, hang on. There is like one moment of last week was uh after the semi final against uh Croatia, uh obviously to to get over the pain, I ordered uh, it was about twelve midnight, half twelve, got home, slightly drunk, but when I was still slightly. at the pub I ordered <laughs> I ordered a kebab whilst I was still at the pub. I thought, by the time I get home, I'm like, my kebab will be ready and get home. That's what so I'm talking fucking about. Sort of flaked out on the set, watching a bit of uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Netflix. I was like, digging into my kebab using my bare hands, not even using a fork, like an animal. Savvy. I'm fucking 
half hour, I kind of wake up, sprawled out in the city. Bear in mind, I'd work the next day. Well, in two hours. Oh, and I, no. I was like, I woke up and I was like, oh, but what time is it? Looked at my phone and I thought, oh, better go to bed. Just as about to stand up, my fucking kebab was all over the floor. I was like, <laughs> fuck. Damn like, you, Croatia. <laughs> so, yeah, that's like the life of me whilst you're struggling with your wife and kids. Um, Passed out on a sofa, dropping the kebab so... all over the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hashtag living the life. <laughs> Like, do something with your life, you fucking waster. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, that, that, I think that's pretty much it for this week. It was quite a short one. Um, Shocking. Well, it's when Dale's not here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, we don't talk as much. That, that man can talk. Um, <laughs> as I said, next week won't be a mainline podcast. It will be filler, but <laughs> it will be a best of, or as Boosh um, eloquently put it, least worst of all our <laughs> stuff from T1% a couple of years ago. So have a listen to that. I think you'll enjoy it. We'll be back the week after where I'll be talking about VR. Boosh will no doubt be Octopath. Octopath by then. And um, I'm sure we would have all watched a lot more anime as well. I think we'll probably talk about ReZero as well in the next episode. Yeah, um, definitely. Because Dale's pretty much finished that and I'll, I'll blast through Ooh. over in Ireland. So Brilliant. Yeah, thanks for listening today. Spread the word. Um, we need to get our listeners up. I want to hit three digits soon, which would be a nice milestone. We're not um, doing too bad. Well, you know, um, slowly, slowly. Or softly, softly catch a monkey. What is it? Is that it? Is that the phrase? Somewhere, like yeah. Yeah. One day we'll hit ten listeners and we'll be fucking rocking and rolling. Oh, here's, here's a Swahili phrase. Haraka, haraka, hiena baraka. Things done in haste yield no good. It's not a sprint; it's a marathon. You know yeah, I mean? we just lost six. We just lost six listeners there, but never it's not, mind. It's not a sprint; it's a marathon. <laughs> they couldn't handle the marathon. We'll find someone who can. <laughs> but yeah, no, hit us up on Twitter. I think a couple of yous have been. I'm at Fallenator32. Dale's at CheesyWit, and Boosh is at I am Boosh underscore eighty eight. Brilliant. And with that, we say goodbye. I'll be the same. I'm going a bit German there, are we, mate? <laughs> uh, stop.